All right. Welcome back to another episode of Two Plane Sports. This one is kind of an emergency podcast in a way. We we just saw some news about our quarterback situation. Before we get any further, thank you all for watching. We really appreciate it. I know we say it every time, but this channel can't grow without you guys, and we appreciate everything you do. Keep doing what you do. Like, comment, subscribe, turn on the notification bell, follow us on our social media. If you don't like looking at us, go to Spotify. They're all linked down below. They can all be found just by searching Two Plane Sports. Easy enough. Let's get into it because it's pretty big news for the future of Oklahoma football. Dylan Gabriel just flipped his commitment from UCLA to Oklahoma. <clears throat> this comes after Caleb Williams announces that he's entering the transfer portal. Um, and it could mean that Caleb's gone. I don't know how you guys feel, but it's definitely a possibility. Rum, do you want to go ahead and lead it off for us here? Yeah, I mean, I I definitely I think this means Caleb's gone. Um, I think today UCLA, he was supposed to be on campus to report today, you know, the first Monday of, of January, and he wasn't. Um, it must he must have known OU must have been kind of talking with him since he was in the portal and never officially signed with UCLA this entire time. Um, and as soon as Caleb, you know, entered, OU moved in and probably got the best available quarterback in the transfer portal. Um, you know, obviously Caleb Williams would have been the most ideal scenario to keep, but it didn't end up being like that. Uh, you know, in the one year that Levy was his offensive coordinator at UCF, he's a, you know, a freshman, he threw for, you know, 3,600 yards, 29 touchdowns, seven picks. I know, um, you know, it's at UCF and in the American athletic, but anytime as a true freshman, you can put up those kind of stats, you've got some talent. Um, I know he had a great sophomore season with, you know, some more touchdowns and a little more yards and he broke his collarbone in the last season. Um, you know, he's still got a few years of eligibility left since COVID. Um, you know, he, and I assume he got a medical red shirt for last year, so he could have two, three more years left. Um, he could be, you know, the bridge to get to Nick Evers. And, um, this is not shocking with, with the news about Caleb Williams leaving. I'm excited that we've got some veteran leadership. I know Brandon is so excited because Brandon loves Dylan Gabriel. If anyone's been watching all our videos, Brandon was not the biggest fan of Dylan Gabriel, but here we are. And uh, I want to hear what you have to say about it. Uh, you know, he's, his, his numbers are good. You know, you can't deny that, but it is at central Florida, um, which is that's, uh, that's not the greatest of competition. We can all agree on that uh, by any stretch of any imagination. He's a three-star product, which obviously doesn't mean everything, but, uh, he wasn't very highly recruited by, I don't think, coming out of, of high school. Um, he, he lit it up at Central Florida, which, yeah, that's fun. And under Jeff Levy for a year, which is also good to see the, the, the familiarity there and stuff like that. Um, I'm hoping that he's just gambling on coming to Oklahoma with Williams in the portal. You know, Levy's there. He's, he wants to play with his guy again. Um, and I hope Caleb Williams comes back and, and, and crushes his dreams. Yeah. Um... There's going to be a video that we release tomorrow morning where we're going to release this almost immediately. Um, but I agree with Brandon. I think Dylan is gambling on the fact that Caleb is, in fact, not coming back. <clears throat> I don't think Caleb has a decision made up yet. It took him you know, a month to decide if he's entering the portal um, or at least a week and a half to figure out if he's going to be entering the portal. He, he has officially and he's still just looking at his options. I, I firmly believe that. I think he still has no idea what he's doing next season. And 
OU, like I said in the video coming out tomorrow, and, and you guys will see, I mentioned we can't wait until we know what Caleb's decision is. Hopefully it's fast and we know that next next week we know Caleb's coming back, but we couldn't wait until that's done. And now we know we at least have Dylan Gabriel, who's a good player. He, he should have enough talent to succeed. Um, I think the defense will be fine, at least just as good as this year, hopefully better with the new head coach and a new defensive line coach and just new defense overall. <clears throat> but we we needed someone, and, and this is good news, at least for the quarterback room, because if Caleb does, does come back, we'll have a solid backup, and then we'll have a solid future after Dylan and Caleb leave. Yeah, I think, you know, I was looking at his recruiting profile. You know, he came out in 2019. Yes, he was a three-star but he was being recruited by Georgia and USC and visited both, both of the programs and he chose UCF. Um, so, I mean, not, not that no big time programs had any, any interest in him. Um, but obviously it looked like Cliff Kingsbury was his quote unquote recruiter at USC. So that one was never going to happen. Um, but you know, I've watched a handful of his games. He can make the throws. He's a lefty, which is different. Um, it's going to be really weird to see, you know, to, you know, Tua 2.0, maybe, I don't know if he'll be as good as Tua, but, um, you don't see many left-handed quarterbacks and that familiarity with Jeff Levy, it just makes you feel like that he's going to be able to step right in. If Caleb Williams leaves, I think Caleb is going to go, um, Brandon said it in the video that we're releasing tomorrow. Um, if you're happily married, you're not going out on dates. And that's what's happening right now. He's seeing what's, you know, what, what the field's like. Um, maybe he will come back and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I eat my words and make sure everyone, you know, reminds me if, if he does come back, you know, make sure you let me know. Um, I just feel like he's most likely gone, but I do like that. Oh, you didn't wait. And I guess worst case scenario, if Caleb comes back, I'm sure Gabriel could probably leave again if he wanted to. <laughs> You know, yeah, I mean, someone will take him. Yeah. I'm sure he would leave again if, if Caleb came back. And I, 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 um, I think this move, if anything, is more Oklahoma because I, I mean, we saw the statement released today from Venables and uh, Castiglione. Like, it's clear that o the, the Oklahoma still has interest in bringing Caleb Williams back. Uh, I don't think that changes with this, uh, uh, Dylan Gabriel news. I think this is them you know, making sure all the bases are covered in case Caleb actually does make the decision to leave. We got a guy that Jeff Levy is very familiar with that Jeff Levy, you know, knows he can be successful with, knows he's comfortable with, can build an offense around, um, things like that. Um, but I, I don't think this guarantees Caleb Williams gone. I, I will agree with you. Um, it's not a great sign for the Caleb, Caleb Williams return train, but I don't think it's a definite uh, Caleb Williams is gone. Uh, now the biggest fear is if Caleb is gone, we're – we talked about in the last video that you guys will see tomorrow morning, but this likely means that Mario Williams is gone. Uh, Joel Farouk is gone. And now I'm curious to see who all follow Caleb or who, who doesn't want to play with Dylan Gabriel, I guess. Honestly, yeah. I think, <clears throat> sorry. Um, I think that having Dylan Gabriel just solidifies keeping the offensive weapons. We might lose one, maybe two. The guys that were like super close to Caleb or only came to Oklahoma to play with Caleb, like Mario Williams, that's something that was known when he committed. He wanted to play with Caleb Williams. So that's a guy that could definitely leave. I just don't think that we should expect that there's going to be some huge turnover at the wide receiver position and definitely not the running back position after, you know, if Caleb does decide to leave Oklahoma. And if he does, I think the addition of Dylan so quickly 
is a way to mitigate that risk to just ultimately say, hey, you have a quarterback here that, yes, may not be your best friend or may not be as you perceive as talented as Caleb Williams, that he's a solid quarterback. He'll get you the ball in the position so that you can score. There's no reason to leave Oklahoma right now. Yeah, and I, I think a couple of things. So I think, first of all, you know, Dylan Gabriel at OU with Jeff Levy, they're going to put up a ton of points. If this team can average 35 points a game no, every single year, this defense is going to get better. 35 points a game will still win you football games, especially once this defense really gets going with Venables and Bates and, and Roof and all them. He can win you a ton of games in the Big 12. And he can, you know, he could take OU, you know, pretty far with some good coaching, better, you know, better players around him. That one thing is with him being at the American Athletic Conference, you know, at UCF, he, d- he didn't have nearly the talent that Oklahoma has, you know, on both sides of the ball. So he'll have better receivers and he'll have better running backs and in theory, a better offensive line. Um, but the second point I'm thinking of is, you know, with Venables, this seems to be a philosophy change as well. I feel like they're covering their bases. They went out and got a guy. Hypo- hypothetically, Caleb Williams still can come back. But I feel like under Lincoln Riley, a lot of it was putting all your eggs in one basket and sometimes being caught empty handed when it didn't work out. You know, I think of Jace McClellan and Kamar Wheaton, um, you know, at times thought they were both going to be Sooners for sure, especially McClellan, put all your back, I'll put all your eggs in one basket and then end up with nothing. Um, This way you at least have Dylan Gabriel. If Williams comes back, that's the most, you know, best case scenario. You've at least got a quarterback with starting experience, no matter who comes back. Yeah. I agree 100%. I think that's where me and Brandon are leaning towards like Venables and Lebby are just aren't aren't willing to make that risk of Caleb is coming back and we're going to do everything that he needs us to do to make sure he comes back. Like they're going to do everything they can to make sure he does come back. But at the end of the day, it's not their decision if he does return to Oklahoma and they need to have a good backup plan. And this is, in my in my view, the perfect backup plan for Caleb Williams leaving. He's going to be in a competition with Nick Evers. <clears throat> I think him transferring is not a guaranteed start. I, I, I'm not convinced he's better than Nick Evers. Except he's I, there's film. You know he's played with Lubby and he's putting up numbers. You can say that it's in a different conference or not as uh, not as competitive a co- of a conference, but he's still a good quarterback. I mean, just like his competition is raising, the level of talent he's playing with is raising. So. Essentially, yes, we can't say 100% that that play is going to perfectly transfer over to going into a Power 5 conference, but it's likely that his play isn't going to take an enormous dip just because he moved and he can at least perform to a serviceable level to at least be um, just a a one-year quarterback for Oklahoma so that Nick Evers can develop. Because when we talked about him when he first transferred, um, we mentioned He's a good quarterback, and it's crazy that he was available to us at the the time he did because it was right before National Signing Day. He is a top quarterback in his class, which is rare to kind of find that late. But he's not he's not a perfect product. There's still there's development that needs to be done with Evers. And I mean, at, at the end of the day, if he can beat out Gabriel, then, yes, he's more talented. I just don't see that being the immediate case. I think right now Dylan is a position to at least start for OU one year. Then Evers can take over in his retro freshman year i guess true freshman year depending on if he's redshirted or not or sophomore year sorry yeah i mean it's 
part of the reason why it would be good to have Gabriel is because I feel like the last two seasons, Oklahoma's basically had true freshman quarterbacks start and the, just the growing pains, you know, with the freshman quarterback and no one that started, you know, in the collegiate level, there's, it just takes time. And it would be nice if you can have a guy that already has kind of gone through the gauntlet a little bit, at least, you know, in a power, you know, you know, I know it's a group of five, but you know, it's better than high school, better than flower mound, you know, the Jaguars and whatnot. I just, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe if Nick Evers comes in and beats Dylan Gabriel, Oklahoma is going to be in a fantastic position because Gabriel is a known commodity and he's solid. If Nick Evers comes in and can beat, beat him out, we've got a really good quarterback. Then yeah. we've got a really good scenario. My favorite I just part is, is I, 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 I really enjoy the familiarity that Levy has with him. Uh, that, that is the most comforting thing for me if he is ending up being the starter uh he's proven successful under jeff levy and i I hope they can just keep that rolling and i hope that they can retain as much of their because jose isn't seen to be concerned at all with people transferring um we can all i I would guarantee you mario williams is gone he's huge part of the offense or at least was and we can guarantee he's gone and i and i I would be shocked if rook stayed too which i think are two players of our offense that we've talked about on the show who are very important or very we all thought they would be big parts of the future who are gone Guarantee's gonna get you in trouble if they don't. You're right. Yeah. I I mean, honestly, if that's the <laughs> only two if those are the only two casualties of Farouk and Williams, it'll be all right. You know, we're adding back Theo Weiss, who wasn't on the field at all this year, really. Um, so you know, you're you're taking Williams out and bringing Weiss back in and you know, probably pick up a wide receiver transfer. Um, and we've got a couple of freshmen coming in. They might be able to compete and be be studs. I, I just don't know. Um, but I like that OU's not sitting back. They're going after it. They're protecting themselves. And I, I think they'll be fine either way. But we're going to find out quickly about Caleb Williams because I think Williams might be like, holy cow, OU is not going to sit and wait. And I don't know what that conversation was, you know, when, when they were talking, but maybe Williams didn't think they'd have a quarterback ready to put, you know, committed to him within a few hours. Yeah. I think that also speaks to a point that, that you guys will listen to that from made leveraging Caleb had a lot of leverage immediately transferring because now Oklahoma's only quarterback is a, a freshman that, is so you don't know what where he is in his development and he like you brum said it if he can come in and beat gabriel then that's amazing because this he's much further than a junior or a redshirt junior <clears throat> quarterback is but worst case scenario he's not ready and we have gabriel and now caleb doesn't have the leverage that he ha- had just two hours ago yes he still has a lot of leverage because he is an amazing quarterback and ev- like we we're, you guys are going to hear every school probably wants this guy other than a handful of teams want Caleb Williams on their team and Oklahoma can now say, all right, well, if you don't want to be here, we're not going to stress about it. It's going to stink, but we've got someone like we've been saying. And I mean, we're best case scenario is Caleb does come back. We have Dylan Gabriel as a solid backup. If something catastrophic were to happen to Caleb, you know, knock on wood, nothing happens. And then again, Evers will just be there in two years once um, both of those guys are gone. Yep. It'll be interesting to see if Caleb does leave, if they do bring in another transfer. I don't know. I don't know if they will for depth or if they're going to roll with Micah Bowens and Ralph Rucker and 
and just go with it. And Nick Evers, obviously. Yep. Do you guys have anything else to add before we wrap it up? I I think we're going to see a lot of movement between now and the you know the signing yeah. day in February. You know all the positions. Now that the position coaches were only missing, you know the defensive back coach, quarterback, you know situations changing. You're going to see a lot of new faces pop up, transfers. It's going to be a lot of stuff that we're going to have to be covering for you guys. Yeah, uh, this is definitely a crazy, crazy football season to say the least. And hopefully things start settling down in regards to the the turnover at Oklahoma, but. We'll just have to see. And like Brum said, we'll keep you updated. Brandon, do you want to do an end of video? Yeah, I guess a comment. Um, if you think this this flip mit, or this flip that we got from, from Gabriel marks the end of the Caleb Williams era at OU. All right. There you go. Make sure to do that if you've made it this far. Thank you so much. Make sure to comment down what Brandon just said. Is this the end of Caleb Williams at Oklahoma? We'd love to hear from you guys. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, turn on the notification bell. Um, it so that you know when we do post a new video. If you don't like seeing us, go check out our Spotify. Link is down below and social media, Twitter and Instagram are down below as well. Make sure to follow us on those as we are constantly tweeting out news because we can't always get on video. Thank you all for watching. We'll see you next time.